I like to describe Weird Norfolk as a cabinet of curiosities containing forgotten folklore, paranormal experiences, odd places to visit, and just a, a real collection of interesting local history. I'm Shifra Connor and I'm the curator and researcher for Weird Norfolk. Fact, folklore, legend that relate to a whole manner of different things in the county, whether that be an artefact at Norwich Castle, whether that be an erratic stone left by a glacier. So I'm Stacia Briggs and I'm the writer for Weird Norfolk. Flames licked the stone walls and built the building began to crack and fall. Parishioners feared nothing would remain of their beloved church at St Peter and St Paul's at Tunstall, a beacon for ships on the edge of a long-lost estuary, which is now lonely marshland that stretches towards Great Yarmouth. Once the church faced the sea, now all that remains is a striking shell, the sky taking the place of the roof. Although a fierce fire ravaged the church, its bells were left unscathed. But although they had escaped the blaze, falling on the floor quite safely, they became the white-hot centre of a blazing row between the parsons and the church wardens who battled over who should have them. While the argument raged, the devil saw his chance to settle the dispute and stepped into the smoking timbers of the ringing chamber and carried the bells away. He was spotted by the parson who began to furiously exorcise him as he stalked away from the church. Stop in the name of God, called the parson. In a bid to make a swift getaway, the devil scrabbled his way through the earth and towards his underworld lair, taking his stolen loot with him and creating a boggy pool of water known locally as Hellhole, which still ominously bubbles in the summertime, which local folk used to attribute to the continual sinking of the bells on their endless journey through the bottomless pit. More submerged bells. Yeah, really. they're your favourite. Oh, my word. They always ring, don't they? And I always think of K.T. Tunstall when I think of this story, and I can't get it out of my mind. Whenever I think of the devil and, and Tunstall, I think of her. And I couldn't even sing any of her songs, could you? No, I couldn't name any of her songs. <laughs> Have you been to Tunstall? No. It's really nice. Is it? Yeah, really lovely. I went out there with Anthony. Even though it's got a boggy hellhole yeah, next to it? Yeah, we couldn't get to the, the boggy hellhole. It's actually not that close to it. It's across a field that isn't hasn't got any kind of public access, so we can. So the get devil to... carried the bells quite a long way. He did get quite far with them. It's actually a really interesting place because they obviously never got round. I couldn't actually find out whether there was a fire that destroyed the church, but there is um, a massive ruin of a church with a little mini church built on the end. So it's it's really sweet, um, and it's really atmospheric there. Like, it's, it's really, really lovely. There was a, another version of the same tale, wasn't there? Yeah. With the, the priest deciding to sell the bells um, and pocket the spoils. Um, there's obviously... Which would make you think why that was actually why the devil kind of... Got involved. ...was maybe summoned up because they were trying to do something a bit dodgy with the bells. Mm. And, and, they, and isn't there a isn't hell car? Yeah, so that's the piece of woodland 
But it's actually still marked on the Ordnance Survey map as Hell, Hell Car. car. Um, and that's where you can hear the muffled bells. Yeah, so the, apparently the pit is still there as well. Is it? Yeah, but that's it. I couldn't go and check Ringing it out. still for the satanic majesty who claimed there is only... Oh, I've written here. I'll tell you what, sometimes... You surprise yourself sometimes, <laughs> Do you surprise you? myself sometimes <laughs> with the nonsense that I can spin I really, words. I really like the stories about the devil. Mm. I think he's... We, we've talked about this before between ourselves. Uh, it's really interesting that... So you have, like, Satan, who is always associated with really, you know, being really evil and powerful and is often, you know, kind of talked about in relation to witches, trying to, you know, him trying to get these women to work for him and all these really dark, evil deeds. And then you get the folklore devil who is a bit more of a pan-like figure. So he's quite a bit of an idiot, really, isn't he? Yeah, so he's, like, a bit of an idiot. Easily quite tricked. mischievous. So, like, with this one, he's obviously a mischievous devil because he steals the bells and runs off with them. He's actually tricked the, mm. the is, parishioners. Is... But on on usually with these folklore stories, he is, yeah. A bit of a buffoon. A bit of a buffoon. If you bear in mind he's he is classically God's nemesis, then God really hasn't got much to worry about, has he? If, if you know, if we, it's the devil of folklore, we've then... done so many stories where you know the devil is trapped behind a grating at a village church, or the devil is, you know, kind of yeah. Scared there's off. the Brograve Mill one where Sir Bernie Brograve was said to he he hid in the mill after challenging the devil to, to a, a ploughing was it a ploughing or mowing competition. Like you'd think the devil would have a, a few things to do, bigger deals to to cope with yeah. than whether or not he could. And then he got a bit annoyed because horsey. he was tricked by yeah Sir Brograve, who then ran and hid in the mill. Um, and they say that the mill's got a kink in it because where the devil tried to get in. Again, you would assume that the the, the Lord of Darkness would be able to be get able to into like, a mill, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, if he can summon lakes of brimstone and fire, then yeah. presumably he can open the front door of a mill. Yeah. And in other stories, he's quite clumsy because he's always yeah. falling over or dropping things. Yes, or... yeah, because there's lots of these... Um, I went to a really interesting seminar in London called The Haunted Landscape. It was put on by the London 14 Society. And one of the talks there um, was basically looking at the devil in the landscape and how lots of places are, are named after the devil, like random, you know, little... We Obviously, we know they're barrows now, but it were just like piles of earth. It'd be, oh, yeah, that's like the devil's... Latrine. Latrine. <laughs> or, or like an unexplained dip in the land, it becomes the devil's punch bowl or, you know, something's like... Devil's it's... conservatory. Yeah. <laughs> There's the devil's dish at Corpus Dei and... Devil's Plantation at Kelling, um, the Devil's Style at Burr St Peter, where apparently the devil sits one night a year. Don't know what he does, I think he just sits there. Well, nice place in the world. But it's like, it's just so strange you get this, like, I don't know, when somebody says the devil to me, I automatically think of Tim Curry in Legend. Mm. Like that really terrifying, over, like, horned kind of creature. But then when you hear these stories of the devil... It's hard to like associate the two. It's it's really strange. I think it is because there are so many different forms of Satan, aren't there? In and in, from literature to folklore, that he's either this kind of red-skinned monster with horns who can basically take on God, you know, or he's 
you know, seen as a businessman in a goatee mm. who's sharp and cunning or he's a serpent or... And in folklore, he just seems to be a bit of a kind of, you know, village idiot who, yeah. who can easily be tricked by people. And you think, well, it must be that he's been... that the, the representation is to show how insane it would be to not you know, kind of worship God when he is so much kind of mm. cooler than, than than the devil, which, you know, taking it from the Bible, that's not really the case, is it? The, the, the devil is not this kind of laughable... No, that's it. It's like it's something to be feared. Whereas, yeah. it, like, these stories make you feel like the devil isn't something to be feared, that actually you can outsmart him. Um, really easily. Really easily. There's some, a story about... Is it a saint who puts him in a boot? Yes. It's like... Yeah. How stupid is he to get you, in a boot? He's not going to get the Lord of Darkness in a boot. He might wear two, yeah. uh, but not. he's not going to get inside it be trapped in it, is yeah. he? Yeah. It's yeah. like that kind of thing. In a like, boot. Oh, in yeah. a boot. Yeah. Not on the car. Like a, <laughs> a <shoe>. <laughs> <laughs> Four by four. <laughs> so, an actual boot. A boot. There's some in, quite yeah. cute illustrations of him, like with his little head poking out of the boot. But yeah, it's just like, how can this mm. all-powerful being... Was was he was he an, another scapegoat then? I mean, like with the story of the vicar, is it not conceivable that the, the vicar wanted to steal the bells, took the bells, burnt the church down, and said the devil nicked the bells? Yeah, the de- it's a he, it's a handy catch-all, isn't it? Really, the mm-hmm. devil did it, um, and yeah, and 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 I suppose it is where the the expression the devil in him. Mm. But I have a boring chemistry-related bell fact. Oh. Yeah. Hooray! Um, which is that actually um, it would be really unusual for bells of that era to have survived a fire okay. because they would have been made from an alloy of copper and tin. I did actually get chemistry um, GCSE, but I didn't know this. I got it off the internet. The melting point of which is below that of copper, so the metal in the bells would have melted in the heat of an ordinary house fire. Okay. So when, typically, when a tower which would be partially wood because they would hang from a wooden... Mm-hmm. Uh, the bells would be a pool of metal on the floor. Mm. So, so unless they were embarrassed that their bells weren't high-quality bells and they were like, oh, they melted, but the devil stole them. Yeah, or they nicked them and then said... And then set it on fire. fire. And then said that they would melt in the fire, maybe. But then that raises the question about the insurance because that would be an act of God. <laughs> it would have been an act of God. <laughs> Yes, and I was kind of looking at how, you know, you kind of think, oh, all this fuss about bells, but they were hugely important at mm, the time. They were so important, weren't yeah, they? I yeah, I mean, they, they were like social media, it was like Twitter, wasn't yeah. it? You know, that if anything was, how was happening, the, the bells, bells were ringing. People. They would ring at nine o'clock at night, apparently, to let you know that it's time to damp down the fire and go mm. to bed, which you'd imagine the sun going down would help on that one, wouldn't it, really? I suppose. But... And then um, they sounded the death knell for those who'd, who'd, who'd passed over. There were curfew bells. There were bells calling to service. Bell, you know, so the bells, a church without a bell is, is a sad thing, mm. you know. And, and it's why the legend has crept mm. up, I should imagine. Yeah, I feel like this story has, like, a bit of, has a moral to it in that you shouldn't argue over petty things because if you do, then the devil's going to come and... Make a boggy pit outside. Yeah, but it, you know, I think like with the when the things in the landscape are just named after the devil, they don't really have a moral. Whereas this one does have a, a nice little moral to the tale, I think. So, how long has the church been redundant for? 
Um, I don't know. A long time. Yeah. And this is the only th- the only evidence I could find was this was 1600s that mm, this happened. Yeah. So I, I mean, I went back as far as I could and didn't see any evidence of fire. But the fact is, there is a a church ruin there. Bellless. Bellless. Did you hear there the is a muffled a tower. peal of bells? I, I, I didn't. Anthony didn't like it there, but I didn't really he? liked it. Yeah. Why didn't he like he it? He said he thought it was really... Photographers... Uh, <laughs> I think photographers just get really creeped out. I don't know why. <laughs> I wonder why when we send them into forests <laughs> to look for blood-soaked... Uh, it, was, it was a really sunny day, and I just thought it was, I thought it was lovely. Um, and actually, this one, it's not like it's haunted... No, so it's not a scary... I don't think this is a spooky story. I think it's just a really nice folklore, traditional folklore story. Yeah. But um, he, yeah, he didn't like it there. Did he not? He took some nice pictures. What, what about the, the, the bubbling pit? Does it, does it still bubble? Allegedly. Well, allegedly it is still there. Um, mm. Apparently the bells are still sinking because obviously the pathway to yeah. hell for the righteous yeah, is... So, uh, you never get there. Yeah. So they're still on their way down. I mean, the bubbles are probably easily explainable. It's just gas, gas. isn't it? Because you've got no romance in your soul no, whatsoever. Who's it's... your favourite devil of like of, of of popular devils? Would it be Tim? I, I I'd say Tim Curry as yeah the devil in legend. I love that film. It's got unicorns in it as well. Although it does have Tom Cruise, which isn't great. But it was before he was Tom Cruise. <laughs> It was before Tom Cruise was Tom Cruise. Yeah, you know, he was actually... I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. What about your favourite devil? Have you got a favourite one? Well, I suppose I would have to say Bedazzled. So it was oh, Liz yeah. Hurley, which I thought was one of her best parts, actually. I she thought did, she was brilliant. Yeah, she looked quite good, good in, the film, devil, actually, yeah. in The Devil. I think mine is, mine would be slightly pretentious. I think mine would be in, in, in Milton Milton's Paradise Lost. Because right. he's I kind of like a... He's a sexy devil. And, um, yeah, I think... I think he's kind of this tragic, beautiful figure who makes the devil seem quite cool. And, and that makes me look really clever, because I've said that, and you've both said bedazzled and... Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and legend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I also like the one in Fantasia. Isn't there one in Fantasia? Or Disney? There's a Disney devil, isn't there? Mm. I think now... I think... Representations of the devil now, obviously, he's he's pretty much always like a trickster or, or got evil ulterior motives. But in in real terms, he should be a foe to God. In other words, mm-hmm. as pa- almost as powerful, not quite, but on the same level. Yeah, it's like you never dark, see you never see God tricked or God yeah. hoodwinked or you know, there's no there's no question that that could happen. Whereas in in folklore. The devil is, is, I mean, you know, when did the devil last get the upper hand? Yeah. You know? He never wins, does he? He never wins. Never wins. And he would. He would win sometimes, wouldn't he? But it goes back to what I said before about the act of God. Mm. Mm-hmm. So God is seen to be doing bad things as well as good things. Mm. Yeah. So if it's a bad thing, it's an act of, why is it not the act mm. of the devil? Why is it not? I know. Yeah, I don't understand. He doesn't get the blame for anything, does he? No, he doesn't. Other really, than stealing bells. Yes, unless, unless when God does stuff, this is getting a little bit... Deep. Heavy, but Deep maybe when God does something that we perceive maybe as bad, it's actually be- people. A punishment. Tan- yeah, they say it's a punishment. So f- the, maybe the the villagers had done something bad, so the church burning down was actually a punishment. 
It's easy Maybe. to read many things into the into yeah. this, isn't it? And I kind of think the devil at that point certainly would have been held to blame for everything. That's why witchcraft, yeah. Uh, yeah. or why the witch trials came to be, isn't it? Because if you your crop failed, then it was probably because there was a woman down the road who who looked a bit funny and, and was in league with the devil and had an extra nipple or a, mm. you know a cat. In those times, you know, it was yeah. But the devil has, as you said before, it's very much become a, a, almost a folklore figure, hasn't mm. he? The devil. Yeah. yeah, in a way that God has, and, and, and bizarre that it's God's house, but it's the devil whose story Yeah, it's always prevails. the devil, because um, I know this isn't Norfolk, this is Suffolk, but because we do weird Suffolk as well, there's some good reference points in there. Um, there's a church where you walk around it a certain number of times and you summon the devil, and it's there's a, a devil that's trapped in a basement under a church, and it's quite interesting... Why aren't you? Why can't you summon God in that same way? At church. At church, you would think, yeah, you'd walk around the church seven times and summon like a, an angel or you know something. Like, I know technically the devil is an angel, but fallen angel. You kind of almost wonder if it's like an antidote to because in in the olden days everybody would have gone to church regardless of whether you believed. Mm-hmm. You would have gone to where well, you would have believed and you would have gone to church. And these stories almost are kind of like the fun part, aren't they? So you have to learn your psalms, you have to learn your your hymns, your prayers, and all of that is quite school, isn't it? Mm. It's quite. Whereas all this is the kind of fun bit, isn't it? The kind of well, well, the devil's outside. He's just created a bog. Yeah. You know? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like all the devil's stories are just f- kind of fun stories. Yeah. Whereas inside church, everything's really serious. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. There's um, a representation of the devil at Beechenwell, isn't mm. it? Actually carved into the wall the of the digging church. Devil. The digging devil. Yeah, so I wonder how that ended up being there, because you would think that they they wouldn't want representations of the devil in the church. He's holding the most horrific yeah, hook, like isn't he? Like a flail. It's a flesh hook, oh. which I thought sounded properly Paradise Lost and kind of... You know, like he's about to flay his victims, but actually apparently it was just, it was just something that was used to get stuff out of... Um, Pots, cooking oh. pots. Oh. So he's just probably a chef. <laughs> the, the chef of... Uh, the the baking devil of Beechenwell. Yeah. And there's the devil's alley in Kingsland as well, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, that's so, a really interesting story. Like The footprint. Yeah. Although covered up now, isn't it, with cobblestones. Yeah. But he was... Again, he was, he was, you know, he was frightened by a priest. Yeah. So he basically... Came, the devil came to King's Lynn to claim... To get souls. To capture souls. And... He got off the boat, pranced down Devil's Alley and was met by the local priest um, who started saying religious... Kicked off. Started saying religious stuff at him. Mm. And then started he, he, saying religious stuff at him. <laughs> and then he ran away. And But he left his... He, he stamped his foot so hard in the ground in anger that he's said to have left his hoof print in the ground. Um... Well, the thing that fascinates me most about that story is he got off a, got off a boat. I know. Yes. This, what was he doing on a boat? And then he got back on a boat to go. <laughs> it's, all I mean, quite, it's all quite... You, again, you wouldn't have God getting on a boat, would you? You no, just, it just wouldn't you happen, would it? It's all quite... I like the fact that there's so much detail in it. It's, you know, we, well, how did he get there? Oh, he came by boat. Oh, did he? How did he get away? Well, he got back on the boat. Did he? Oh, right, nice. You know, it, it's just—it's a bit like in today's society. Well, he had—he came in a Ford car, 
and then he he, he got an Uber back. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to know this detail. We need to know is that he was, you know. But it makes was... you think that. I mean that that story in particular. Now we're talking about it and kind of thinking about it a little bit. To me, it's it's actually a physical person that maybe wasn't accepted in the community came by boat maybe they were of a different religion or something and we're trying to convince people to join that religion what and they had hooves no that bit is obviously <laughs> were they a horse <laughs> um yeah i don't know it's just interesting because I, yeah i feel like that one is re- has some roots in you know in reality but obviously a little bit like the the sharing in mermaids the mermaids in those sorts of tales represented prostitutes. Mm. So obviously a prostitute came to the village and she was sent away. In the same I feel like it's kind of the same with the the Devil's Alley. Someone of a different religion came to collect Whereas you, souls. You, and, and yeah, and you can see that with the bells of Tunstall, KT Tunstall, that that um that they could that, that could have been a row that somebody said, well, the devil got him, or the yeah. devil got into him, yeah. and he took the bells. Yeah. And suddenly, a few a few decades down the line, that becomes the mm. devil actually yeah. came and along then there's a and pit took the bells. that happens to have bubbles coming up, and they're like, oh, and that's where yeah. he jumps. Oh, there they are. He, he jumped you know. down there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And another moral tale about, about stealing, isn't it? Another, mm-hmm. you know, that if, you, if something doesn't belong to you and you try to take it, then, um, you know, then a huge boggy pit will... <laughs> you're not going to be able to develop on that so you know bad times yeah i mean this place is i think it's a nice place to visit and the devil doesn't you don't have to do anything to summon the devil nothing scary he's, he's not under grating he's not hanging around no. to like jump out at you or anything it's, no, he's it's actually just bells, a really lovely uh, traditional folklore tale which i think is really nice Mm. It's got a good story to tell when you're wandering around the ruin of the church and then looking inside the little church. Thanks for listening to this week's Weird Norfolk episode. You can find us every week in the Eastern Daily Press on page 13 of the Weekend Supplement. You can also find an archive of all of our stories at edp24.co.uk. And if you're feeling social, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Weird Norfolk. Weird Norfolk podcast is a Richard Fair production for the Eastern Daily Press.